Polygon Show. I'm Simone Rochefort, and I'm here today, as always, with Allegra Frank. Hello. Whoa. Chelsea Stark. Hello. And Ashley O. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to another exciting show where we talk about the video games and the TV that we're consuming <laughs> in our daily lives as millennial content consumers. <laughs> Tell me, ladies, what have you consumed this what week? What is happening? This accent is very drifting. We're role-playing. It's so good. Ow. It's like a 1940s newscast. No, it's really like, not. It sounds she, like news of the world. One line was that and the other line was totally different. <laughs> I think that, like most of my voices, it started in one continent and then went to a different planet. Was, Tell um, me, ladies. <laughs> ladies. Hello and welcome back to the Polygon Show. Today we're talking about video games and television shows on Netflix and otherwise. Chelsea Stock, tell me about Cadence of Hyrule. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I can't keep that up for a whole show. I'm sorry. God, I wish. Um, Cadence of Hyrule is a video game. It's a Zelda spinoff made by the people who make Crypt of the Necrodancer. And what? You didn't know? I did know. Sorry. I was I was playing the Oh, you're play acting. Oh, you're the viewer. I'm still role playing. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, welcome. <laughs> oh my gosh. She's role playing a person who's interested in what you're talking about. Wow, unlike <laughs> the rest of you who are not. <laughs> oh no. I want to hear about this game. Its game is good. I actually literally I had a 7 a.m. flight back from E3, and I instead of sleeping, which I should have done because I was tired, I played the whole flight and then I've continued to play. It is a very good game. So basically, it is kind of like an overworld Zelda map, but it has the movement and like inspiration of Crypt of the Necrodancer, which if you hadn't played, it's very weird. It's a roguelite that moves on a beat, essentially. So like you and the monsters all have to move on rhythm. All mm-hmm. the monsters attack on rhythm, so you can like learn their patterns and uh, kill them more good kill good kill good kill monsters good um so this is cool because it has a lot of zelda music kind of remixed to be like in that kind of like chiptune electro-y oh heck yeah shit and then lots of cute zelda enemies that hop at you and hop on the beat um that are all reimagined has reimagined bosses it's like very much if you like zelda everything it is kind of like that reflavored and you get to play as link or zelda what? Aww. Yes. What? So I'm playing Zelda. I've got my good like spell attacks instead of and also a long spear. Um and I'm messing up guys on the beat. It is hard when you start, for yeah. sure. Because I read that there were some people who are like unfamiliar with Crypt of the Necrodancer coming into it and just not being able to grok the what they were supposed to be doing. Yeah, it's weird. And also, it'll give you a message. It's like, you seem to be missing the beat a lot. Would you like to turn on this assist mode? Wow, rude. First I, of all, I have wonderful rhythm. Exactly. But the assist mode is neat because it makes the creatures move when you move. So if you hop one step, they hop just one like step. That. Just like that. Um, it was good. Uh, what so, a day I'm having. No, it's, it, yeah, it was very cute and charming, and I've, like, halfway through the game, mm-hmm. um, and the best parts are just, like, I don't know, once you start to, once I finally got into it, I was like, oh, like, I died a ton my thir- first 45 minutes, and then I was, like, found a couple heart containers, got in, followed the, the rhythm, I guess. It's kind of like Breath of the Wild in that way. Yeah, it's a lot you like Breath of the suffer. Wild. 
Is it? Okay, so um, I talked to Russ Frustick, who wrote the review for Polygon, because I was really excited about this game. Like, I love the aesthetic, I love rhythm games, but I've never played Crypt of the Necrodancer because it seemed incredibly intimidating, like more massive core than anything. This is way, this is definitely like, I'd say my first hour was challenging, but then as soon as I figured it out, I was like, oh, I got this. Okay. Does it feel more like a rhythm-based Zelda game or it feels really much like a reskinned sort of redefined Crypt of the Necrodancer sort of I mean it can I guess also if you play with the assist mode on or off but it does feel like a rhythm based Zelda game Mm. because you get a bunch of the special weapons from Zelda there's kind of like the interesting like you still have the bosses that you need to fight and stuff like that yeah Mm -hmm. but I would say like the one of the weird things it's just basically got like an energy meter for all your weapons and those kind of like it didn't feel as robust as maybe having a bunch of arrows and all that stuff like it is a little shrimp like slim down, mm-hmm. but shrimp down, shrimp down. Um, <laughs> and I kicked Allegra again. Yes, you did. <laughs> um, I didn't even say shrimp down. I nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's weird. Black shrimp down. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I I'm. It it feels kind of like a a actual mix between both because you are walking through the little Zelda worlds and each also the way the map changes feels like a a link to the past because it's like here's one screen here's a new screen you know kind of that movement around the world where it's like very like tied to how handheld games used to be so Mm -hmm. if let's say so I'm a person who I do like some Zelda games but I would say I prefer rhythm games over Zelda games would I still be into this or it's more catering to the Zelda Nintendo person have you ever played a rhythm game where you just sla- attack on rhythm though yeah um, Harmonite do you Persona remember that game Persona 4 dancing all night uh, you don't attack, but sure, you. I attacked I my controller because yeah. it was stressful. Oh, I haven't played ha. Harmonite. You um, might, it sounds like you might like Harmonite. That game, it's very much the same sort of thing. Um, I imagine probably not as uh, hard and also like a lot more simple because it was just a small eShop game. But every level had a specific song and then you would have to attack on the beat of the song. And then, you know, if you were missing the beats, it would affect your It's stamina. basically, if you liked Harmonite, you'll like this. Okay. Because I loved that game. Yeah. Hell yeah. And attacking more like gives you uh, gives you uh, a lot more buffs. So if you make every attack on the beat and never miss a beat during one of the stages, you get more uh, diamonds, which mm-hmm. are the currency. The other thing is that it has a small roguelike element and then some of your like your rupees reset when you die. Oh, Can okay. you replay stages to get perfect scores? Yeah, on them? I mean, I often do that. I usually, <laughs> Allegra and I both just gasped and made eye contact. Because it's with just each a, other. it's just a map. So once you, it's just a map. It's just a map. So once you, you like see the areas that you've mm-hmm. unlocked. Um, once you've like, oh, you die and all the enemies respawn, you can just go back and play that again. Hell yeah! It's I don't know. I feel like I was I basically through the course of my flight, I was like, yeah. this is hard, impossible, no. Oh wait, I'm getting it. I'm awesome. I haven't died in an hour. Like had an emotional journey while on your physical journey. Yeah, it was very it was very nice. Also just like I feel like I never really got I Crypt of the Necrodancer was a game I was like I love this in concept but never played more than 3 hours of mm-hmm. because I just couldn't get better at it and this yeah. I feel like I've definitely scaled and gotten like I think is it's Is that like you changing or the game changing? No, I think that this game is easier than Crypt of the okay. Necrodancer. For sure. Yeah. I f- the way I feel right now, I feel like I haven't played a game in a really long time. 
I think just because of E3. And I literally just want to like take $500 and buy a shit ton of Switch games and sit in my bed for 10 years playing yeah. all of them. This is, and this is one of them. I think this is a twenty dollar game. I think. Then I will bring bring four hundred and fifty dollars. Yes, but I'm saying like I don't think it's a full price game, and I think that it is extremely worth the money. Yeah, you honestly, screw you, Russ. Your review did not help me. Chelsea's review. Wow. No, I'm kidding. Russ rewrite it. Delete the review and rewrite it. No, but I was so excited for this game, and I talked to Russ, and he was like. Yeah, I don't know. I can't really decide if you would like it, which is totally fine because, you know, he approached it, I think, more as a fan of Crypto the Necrodancer. Like, he likes those very hard games. Yeah. But you telling me, like, it has a lot of Zelda influence and the rhythm, like, you explaining the rhythm-based action to me made the most sense of anything that I've heard about this game thus far. Yeah. So I super already was, like, leaning toward it, but now I... Think I'm definitely gonna. Yeah, get it. do not get discouraged because it definitely it, it takes some learning of just what you're gonna do. Also, you're very squishy when you start, but like it sends you back to this little ether world in the middle. And you can buy upgrades with the diamonds that you earn, and that's how you kind of kind of buy upgrades. Yeah, you're gonna buy more diamonds, and you get the and you get the good Zelda shit like the hook shot and the ice rod and the bone arrow. So like you get those good th- Zelda things too. Those good good things, mm-hmm. that good good shit that <laughs> Zelda has. Ah, well, let's pivot immediately to a more depressing subject, uh, and that's that Evangelion is on Netflix now, which isn't depressing (laughs) on its face, but that show is Mm -hmm. sad and heartrending. I hear, having only watched half of it, because I got bored. Send your hate mail! How many episodes were you in before you quit? I think it was literally halfway through, so it was like... 13. So literally right before the show gets amazing. <laughs> yeah. Great. Wait, yeah, really? You know it what? takes 13 episodes? To... Yeah. So I really, I Ashley, I'm going to be most curious about your take because Ashley has never watched it before and is watching it for the first time. But um, I'm re-watching it now for the, I guess, second time. And I still actually think the intro is pretty compelling. I don't know. I'm very much into it from the beginning, but it's much oh, yeah, the slower. First, like two or three episodes <laughs> were good. And then it I for me, I don't let's actually I'll hear what Ashley has to say about it cuz I don't know where you are in the anime. Um I think I may be around like a little bit past where you left off. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I do have to say that I was surprised like I actually paused the Netflix app to check which episode I was on because I remember having a thought of like it took 14 episodes for this to get like anime-ish. The thing is is that in the beginning like right off the bat it's super fucking serious. It's very I mean it's depressing. It's sad. It's very tense. And then like 14 episodes later then we get kind of like these anime-ish reactions and like dynamics. Chelsea has a broad question about Evangelion. What? Explain the plot. That's Whoa. M- that is actually my, well, that is I a mean, good point. That's kind of difficult because it's still like unfolding. The but, premise, I guess. But the general premise is one day um, these things called angels show up. They're not angels. They're actually these like very large alien type things that just, it's just destroying Destroying Earth, destroying town cities. And um, people don't know why. There's no explanation as to like why they're doing this, where they came from. So all they know is they have to protect themselves. And so there are these things called uh, Avas, 
which are those like big robot mechs that um, apparently only 14 year olds can pilot. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have to be 14, 14 year olds only, like a Craigslist very, post. Very um, strict. Well, I'm sorry, but that's what it. That's that's the vibe I got. <laughs> like a Craigslist. So it is. You're not like, wrong. 14 year olds only, and not only 14 year olds only. You have to be a specific type of 14 year old to appease creepy. this uh, giant uh, robot, which you actually find out within maybe episode two or three. It's not doesn't seem to be fully a mech like a Gundam wing type situation it seems to be a hybrid between like technology and this like living thing because in this the Shinji the main character the, the this wimpy little Japanese boy he gets into he okay <laughs> this is this is, I'm gonna just summarize the beginning for you this is Ashley summarizes so basically Shinji the depressed little wimpy Japanese boy his dad uh, is like in charge of you know the, the Avas and this whole situation and like nerve this big kind of top secret agency that like kind of trumps you know the UN and mm-hmm. everybody like that for it's like an earth defense force kind of right and um, his dad is in charge of all this he hasn't seen his dad in a, in a billion years and then uh, his dad suddenly I guess kind of like summons him right and she's like oh dad I get to see you daddy will we play catch oh father but then no he's like no get in this robot he's like what get in this robot I don't want to get in this robot or she does and then they wheel out a girl who's like on a gurney she's bleeding she's severely injured she's very bandaged she can't even talk and they're like get in the fucking robot or she gets in and he's like okay I guess fine I'll do it and then he gets in the robot you know whatever oh my god he's so good his synchronization oh so good wow so then he's kind of backed into this role of being uh, one of the Ava pilots and they're okay in the beginning you only see the one and then Ray pilots the the other heavily bandaged girl Ray pilots the other one and I just like recently got to oh man like, I was waiting because I know the character, so I know I knew about Asuka, Asuka and I knew how everybody loves her. So it was just kind of waiting for Asuka to show up. This like uh, she has like long like reddish brown hair, um, and she shows up like later on. And she's from Germany. She's also a fourteen year old, and uh, she can pilot her own Ava Ava Number Two, as they say. So I mean, Ray has zero zero, Shinji has zero one, she has zero two. Anyway, uh, it's kind of fucked up because like during this whole time where there's like warfare on just Japan mostly Japan um, <laughs> this is concentrated mostly in Japan but while this is happening and he's piloting this mech and like it's 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 weird because they still send him to school so he still has to go to school and like do his homework and do exams and like go to gym class and it's like well it wouldn't be a freaking Japanese anime if they didn't go to school that's the part that bored my ass though there's like I love it it, what felt like 10 episodes which is a slight exaggeration 7 episodes of just I don't want to say the F word filler but what are they doing? They're just living in a fucking apartment, and Oscar has boobs, and they're going to school. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. You are you're fast forwarding to the boobs part. I mean, of course she, she definitely does have boobs. She's like her, like for a fourteen year old. Wow. I mean, but I guess I don't know. They, she is from Germany. I don't know. Maybe she is from Germany. I don't know. Maybe the 
milk is different there. I don't know. Oh, Whoa. God. Stop. It's uncomfortable fan service. Forget it. Anyways. So, okay. Before this happens, when Shinji gets recruited and they're like, you are you have to be this pilot now. And he resigns himself to like, okay, fine. I guess I'll, I'll do it. And then they're like, all right, we're going to have him live here. But then, strangely, the chief, the chief operations officer of NERVE, this big military intelligence agency, is like, no, I'm going to live with him. And she's supposed to kind of be this like babelicious, like I, I, I fucking love her. I she's love her great. so much. <laughs> but she's fantastic, and so she's like, "All right, I'm going to live with you." And you know, he is a small horn. They, they actually. This is what's funny about Evangelion is that I expected this very serious, like almost Battlestar Galactica esque tension, and there is, except the times when like they constantly pivot to Shinji being just a horny 14-year-old boy, like constantly, when he's not trying to save the world and grapple with like humanity and life and death, he's just like, oh fuck, I have a boner. I don't, I have a boner right now, help me. And then there are a lot of times where like, I wanted to submit to uh, that, I don't know, this Twitter account that's like video game advisor that's just Asuka screaming like, why are you boy, your boys are all just, just dumb and horny. And I'm like, that's true. They're just, why are you always so dumb and horny? Um, but anyway, so they're all Let's a team. pause so that everyone who loves Evangelion and finds it so resonant and so deep, let's pause so that they can scream for like 10 seconds about everything we just said. I have been screaming a little bit. <laughs> in my head. Which isn't to say... I'm sorry. I've You are valid. I'm more angry at Simone than Ashley <laughs> Yeah, you shouldn't be angry at Ashley. Ashley, I'm not angry at at all. I think your take has been good, and I like hearing how you're talking about the show. And I'm just still thinking about. So I think. Are you thinking about like how it ends? I'm always thinking about how it ends, but I'm just uh, going to what Simone was saying when you were talking Mm -hmm. about like, oh, it also has like school stuff, and it goes into like horny Shinji, like not just straight mech action and so Simone you were like and that's what was boring to me I just think like I also said right like the show gets really interesting after the halfway point but I still think everything 1 to 13 is so crucial for establishing why the back half which gets a lot more batshit and philosophical and very like sexual and disturbing I think it's really good for why that back half is so searing and Mm. (laughs) <laughs> and the last couple episodes or last episode actually really plays on the, I think, beginning of the show. And I think I to me, I don't know, like I love Gundam and those kinds of shows. I love to like Gundam Wing and G Gundam and all that stuff growing up. But I vastly prefer this because it always feels more like an actual intimate character study to me. Yeah, I don't think, I don't feel like a Gundam show is a very strong character study. Yeah, like that one is more about the action, and so I think the first half of the show kind of plays and subverts like the mech genre a little bit more than the back half, which becomes way more about the characters. Um, so I don't know, I've just, in my rewatch... <laughs> hmm. No, I just want you to explain why you're angry at me. Oh, I'm not angry at you. Or why Simone is angry. Just, I'm not confused. Allegra is angry I'm at angry Simone. I'm angry at Simone. Because I have bad opinions. Yes, not you. Because I didn't forge ahead. Yes. <laughs> but why would everyone be screaming? Oh, I because a lot of, I, I think a lot of 
people are either very emotional about Evangelion or like think it's the deepest shit ever. Um, Everything is really and, deep when you're 14. Yes. <laughs> the, the strange, excuse me. Serial, I'm calling out my friend Elizabeth. Serial Experiments <laughs> Lane was the shit that I watched when I was 16, and that shit I don't yeah. think holds yeah. up. Um, I do have to say that Evangelion is not what I expected it to be. I think, like, at times, it, like, there are moments where it's like a it's like a fun, cute, like typical anime, the way they interact with each other. And then on another level, yes, there's like these mech fights. And then on another one, when they like get into, at least from what I've seen so far, like a little bit of these characters' heads and like what they think about, I was very surprised at like honestly how just how like deep and kind of I mean, I think I'm biased maybe because I briefly skimmed the, the we did a piece about how mm-hmm. the the creator talks about his struggles with depression and everything while he was like making the show. And it really, really shows through a lot, mm-hmm. um, his struggles with it. And like, I think it just surprised me again that like, this is a show, yeah, about like these young kids, but at the same time, like you overlay these kind of deeper theme, like themes and sometimes like you know one of them will be having a dream or they'll like wake up and they'll say something and I'm like what the fuck man damn <laughs> oh I, I, it's I good. feel you I think I feel like you stopped at a crucial wait where yeah. where did you stop I'm curious I don't remember did Oscar a, get there Oscar was there uh, they were all. You saw him going look at on her boob. missions. I did think you he looked at her boob? Did you see like the recap? I feel like episode? you were asleep. <laughs> <laughs> ah, also, I've never heard anyone sound so disinterested in looking at a boob. Yeah, I saw, also no. Can we talk about that recap episode? Because yeah. when I saw it, I was like. I wonder, has anyone ever tried to start watching from that recap episode? Because it was a pretty thorough recap, and I was yeah. like, then why the fuck did I watch all those hours, bitch? Yeah, so <laughs> kidding, but- <laughs> my sister um, was like hugely into it before I ever watched it. And I remember she was like, okay, the beginning's kind of slow. And then halfway through, there's a recap, and then it gets really great. And I was like, okay, can I just do that? And I think. The first episode I watched was actually the last episode, but that's my own personal problem. But I watched the recap and I still was like, okay, I should probably go back. But I felt pretty grounded by the recap. What I would not recommend, which thankfully you have not done or you either. Chelsea, you haven't seen it at all, right? No, but people have people in college explained the end of the show to me. And then I was like, no, it's so good, though. But so there's these rebuilds. Have you heard of those? The, the, the feature films. Yeah. And my sister also was like, oh, the first one is also sort of like a recap. Yeah. Like, but like movie length. And so like shorter, <laughs> even shorter um, than the first couple episodes. And that one, like, I would not start with that. So honestly, I would say like, I think there the like tension. There 50 ways to watch this show. <laughs> I wrote an article on Polygon about it's, it. You did, I remember And that. I said, don't start with that rebuild. And I think I suggested you could start with the recap, but I honestly think it's like essential to go through the beginning. I feel, the recap made me I'm feel so like fair. I was sane because like half the time <laughs> I feel like, you know, when like a certain angel or whatever appeared and then, you know, each of them like sort of had its own like, abilities or a way to destroy, you know, try to destroy the earth, right? So they like number all of them, they show all of them, they show how everything happened. I'm like, yeah. okay, so that wasn't just me. I wasn't just sort of filling in the blanks. Like that was corrosive eye acid, eyeball leak, eyeball liquid uh. that was just 
burning through the earth. That that wasn't just me. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I think I want to watch the show now. I think you should, but yes, definitely be aware that it is slow in the beginning. But I think once it kind of hits its stride, like you said, after the recap, you were like, oh, oh. Question, because I know this is contentious too. Yeah. How is the new dub? Um, I so I actually watched it dubbed originally because, and also I know you like to hate on me for watching things dubbed, but I would not hate on you for doing that. Yeah, well, that's because I'm an <laughs> Thanks asshole. Thanks for pointing that out, Chelsea. <laughs> Just as a reminder, I'm an asshole, and you're not. Also, well, the original uh, had my girl Amanda Wynn Lee, yeah. the best Yukiko ever. Uh, Was yeah. she Oscar? I can't remember. No, she's Ray. I thought. Oh, she's Ray. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love the original dub. I watched it because I watched the show in college on DVDs that I rented from the library. Dope. Um, and I was doing my homework at the same time because you know, you know, I can't focus. So I really liked the original dub. The new dub definitely is like jarring for me. Um, it's not bad. It's just like those original voices are just like still in, ingrained in my head. Um, the main issue I take is with the subtitle differences the mm-hmm. drama you might have heard about this it, it yes. factors in way later so yeah for I, Ashley it's like very plot related too so I don't want to is it like how they translate some like a, you mean a fan translation how the, net so Netflix redubbed and retranslated the show yeah. so okay. for the subtitles in like, oh even Japanese. those have been rewritten yeah yeah they took out some references to a homosexual relationship right yeah that's, that's like in seriously Netflix did which is fucking crazy to me that they did this in 2019 yeah it's bad Mm. um we can get to that when you get to that because it's big (gasps) it's literally I want to know who's a homosexual it's it's literally (laughs) episode 24 of 26 damn it I have to wait that long I want to know who's a homosexual point to the homosexual I want to know happy pride everybody (laughs) (laughs) the answer is all of you. Who's gay in the mech? That should be a new game. Uh, ironically, that is the only thing I do know about Evangelion. Uh, thanks again to my friend Elizabeth. Oh my um, god! Don't... And also Tumblr. Tumblr. Yeah, you know it was uh, Kotaku had a good write up that I tried not to read, but I read some of, mm-hmm. um, and it was very interesting. And like, yeah, I think that how how do you do this in 2019? I know in Pride Month. Yeah, <laughs> do you th- would I be able to pick up on it from this if I, I if I keep know. watching or no or do you think it would be like so oh. erased that I no, wouldn't you even would. be able to get the implication? The, the point of the Kotaku article was like you still know it's just shitty they did it. Oh. Yeah, I think so you'll get you'll yeah. get it. It's very specifically like in this one episode. Like way later on, this character you don't even. Oh know. my god! You'll still no. get it, and you'll get why people are mad because they made an explicit thing more ambiguous. Because yeah. Mm-hmm. The assertion is that the original Japanese was ambiguous when Japanese has a lot of different words for love and like and feelings, but like they used one that leans more toward romantic than not, and they translated it the opposite of that. How dare you! Yes. Netflix. This is kind of making me just want to, my completionism wants me to watch it. Keep trucking. But then I also just had this like very intense sensation of what if I rewatched Hunter Hunter, which is a very <laughs> different show 
extremely different, but yeah. it's another one that has like a lot of different moods within it uh, and goes to very dark places, but then oh. also has very fun sections or mundane sections. Mm. Um, and my God, I still have the feeling. The feeling is still in me. Wow. Wow. Simone, I'm not angry at you. Okay. We'll fight after this. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I do have to say we'll really quick, to the before we move on, yeah. my favorite, most endearing part so far is uh, the beer. The be- Every morning when oh. <laughs> she t- cracks open a beer, like she does a thing where like she's so groggy when she wakes up. This is the captain. And she wakes up, she cracks open a giant can of beer and she chugs it and she just kind of does <laughs> a little scream after like, <laughs> like that's refreshing. I was like, this is good. Yeah, Misato, like her fridge just is beer. It's just <laughs> beer. Misato sounds great. She's I, great. She's a good parental her. figure. Is there a cute animal that turns into a spaceship or There is a cute animal. Okay, see, no one told me about the animal and I'm very glad that I've never heard about the animal in my life. Okay, then I'm I'm excited to be surprised. (laughs) Because I've heard about every, like, I know all of the characters but this animal, I screamed when I saw it. And I was like, (laughs) what what the fuck is that? I love it. Ready for that. I'll let you be surprised. Good, okay, I want to be surprised. But now that I know there's an animal, I'm like, hmm. Ah, yes, yes. Well, Ashley, this is not the only anime that you've been watching recently because you watched a movie called A Silent Voice. Yes, it's Weeb Hour at Ashley's apartment. So (laughs) basically, I decided to watch uh, a movie to soothe myself. I always do this. The last time I said a movie to soothe myself, it was Schindler's List. (laughs) No! Um, I I don't know. I can't explain my weekend choices. I get it. I get it. So anyway, and then before that, it was like something also like equally terrible. So not terrible, just heavy. So this movie um, is, it was under the critically acclaimed oh. category. So I decided to watch it. Now This movie is about, I guess, uh, how to simply describe it, a, a, a boy who used to bully a deaf girl in his elementary school oh, class. Oh, the fuck on. No. Wants to mm-hmm. make, like, just atone for what he's done and make amends with her. And it's it's much, much more than that, actually. I mean, it does not even begin to describe the emotional destruction. Okay, so yeah, it is about that. In the beginning, you know, they show how it was in elementary school and all of the really, I mean, there's some really, obviously, like kids are mean, but this some of it was pretty hard to watch, actually. Um, and then, you know, they show him later on, like as an adult, and he... Uh, he very much regrets it. And not just like a, oh, I just kind of regret it. Let's make it a rom-com. It's like the the first scene of it is is like essentially like he, he, he tries to kill himself. Like he's on his way. He's preparing to do it. And he like thinks he's a terrible person and everything like that. So then it kind of goes back a little bit. You see more of that. And then in the in-between of like how he got from this shitty kid who bullied this girl to who he is today, which is like very withdrawn, really depressed, like isolated, like hates himself. Um, And so, you know, he's trying to go about not only making contact with her again, he kind of uh, makes like his own like good like friend for the first time. And he's not totally, I guess, 
sure how to like interact with friends. And it's like about him finding friendship while also trying to find forgiveness from her. But it's not just that simple because it's so complicated because her, uh, the girl also, um, Choco, is uh, she like has a deep sense of self-loathing too. And so he kind of feels responsible for her self-hatred. And it's like a very, it's a very beautifully just drawn and like shot movie. It's gorgeous. It's fair. I mean, I cried actually so many times that I, I actually got up and I got one of my face towels and I just kept it next to me because I was tired of reaching for my tissues. I just like oh, did no. it. So I would just like dab my face every couple of minutes. Like, <laughs> But um, it's very, very touching, um, and it's such a good movie. And oh, some movies you need a bib to watch. Uh, I was telling Ashley I saw this movie. They did like a really short theatrical run in the states. I, I looked it up, and it was like October 2017 or something, which is nuts. Um, I think it came out in 2016 in Japan, maybe. And I was saying to her, like, yeah, imagine I did not realize it was going to be that sad either. And I'm trapped in a theater and this movie's long. It's like over two hours. It's like almost what? two and a half hours. No! And it's just relentlessly yeah. upsetting. Like, it's <laughs> such a good movie. But I was sitting there like, oh, my God, I did not know. I just thought it looked cute. What the fuck? That's what I thought. That's how they yeah. get you. I was like, oh, it's supposed to be really good. It's really cute. Oh, it's probably going to be like. Like romantic no bench it's upsetting it's it's more upsetting than romantic yeah and honestly the <laughs> it's romantic at all like excuse me it it's, doesn't it's, sound it's like a little bit it it's like tinged with romance there is love present but a bit. but not like romantic love like kind of well, yeah it's implied you're so right this looks like uh, a shoujo anime right it looks so cute and it, then it looks like mm. one of those it yeah it's and it not. ain't the thing is is that so with that plot description that netflix gave me so i was just expecting that and allegra the word you use relentless is absolutely correct because then it just kept like branching off into these sub things <laughs> yeah. that just brought about a new fresh set of events for you to be upset over wow. you know <laughs> like, it honestly feels like you're watching the entire season of a very taxing anime like emotionally taxing yeah. like you get out and you're like I just saw a, so much <laughs> like more than a movie yeah. like a sh like a show that's been going on for years like a fucking <sighs> saga like a yeah. soap opera that finally just ran its it really does feel like a very long soap opera condensed into two and a half hours, but like just as emotional, like you get very attached to everyone and what's going on and so many different things happen. Oh boy. I was going to ask if it'd be possible to like divide it up into segments and watch it as if it were episodic. But then I thought, why would you ever come back? I would <laughs> never come back after crying through one 10 minute episode. Mm -mm. No, you got to sit. That you sounds harsh. I know That's, it sounds. We are not describing it very well. It, we're. It sounds you're like we are discouraging something. You, but uh, it is recommended though. It is mm -hmm. very good. It's very. It's. Good. I mean, it was. It's just a really well made movie. Honestly, like it was. Oh, just kudos to the to whoever did the storyboarding. Fuck. 
And it's by so like good. a really good, I believe it's by one of the best animation studios in Japan, which is Kyoto Animation. Um, they do a lot of my favorite anime. So the animation's amazing too. Mm -hmm. And they usually work in like TV, which I think maybe is part of why it has a TV feel. Also, it's based on a manga. So already like, you know, it was sort of installments. Yeah. Oh, a depressing um, manga. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is like so beautiful. And, you know, I saw it, in 2017, right? And when Ashley said she just watched that, I was like, <gasps> yes, yeah, you're like, finally, someone else. Yeah, oh, I've been me. waiting. <laughs> I've been thinking every day for years. I think the only way to get over watching something sad or reading something sad is to make somebody else watch or read it. It's like the fucking curse from the ring. Oh. Every time I yeah. watch something that makes me extremely emotional, I'm like, who can I target? Yeah, like, Who can I put this emotion right. into so that I don't have to have it anymore. Right after I saw your name, that's exactly how I felt. Wait, I was and, like, then, and then that's and then Mike McWhorter watched it on a plane. Yeah. I immediately texted him and I was like, you have to see this movie. Just like The Ring 3. Oh my God. Oh my. You transfer your feelings over to someone else. Like Ashley watching it has finally yeah. released me of my grief from this movie <laughs> that I've held on yeah, to. Yeah, that, that's why I'm so desperate for someone else. Yeah. Yes. Thing that you have a podcast so you can broadcast to people. Yeah. If you so watch much. it, you have to tweet at Ashley and Free. let her know because otherwise she's just going to be sitting with this grief forever. Free me from my prison. Free Ashley. Hashtag free Ashley. Hashtag it's free. not the first this time. Is I've like, said that. This is like it follows, but with grief. Yes. The, what? Yes. Oh, it is like that. What? It, it follows. Oh, no. Another upsetting movie that I forgot oh, about, no. and now I'm upset yeah, again. Same. Oh, my Wait. God. And instead of the scary monster, it's just a pink haired anime girl, like standing in the back, like, are you going to watch it? Yet? Waving quietly. <laughs> She's crying and watching you. So <laughs> yeah. You found it follows upsetting? Yeah, it was scary. That movie it's was like, so yeah, scary. It was really sex. fucking scary. Yeah, it's, it's I don't think sex oh, is scary. Wow. Sex is scary. <laughs> it was a burn. I'm sorry. Like, especially when you can't really see it properly and you can just like make out the. F Ugh. Yeah. Oh my like god, it. that one shot that's like panning around the room and then you see it in the corner like the thing oh, outside oh. and then it pans past that and you're like, "Oh wait, shit, go back. Go go back. I don't know. I don't know." I bust I bust through the door. Oh god. Go back. I don't know. I don't know. Don't go back. I don't know. Turn the car around. Wait, I want I want to interrogate something really quick. Chelsea, are you uh, quoting from the Wikipedia page or did you actually watch this one? Oh, I have I've seen it follows. It's great. Okay. Okay. It good. is it's not that, it's like that kind of scary, but not that scary. I don't know. It's scary. It's, scary. it's so scary. It's scary. I, I thought it was scarier than Hereditary, for sure. Oh, then I'm ready for Hereditary. Oh, I was talking we are to watching Reddy. on Friday. I was just oh, talking to Chelsea so about Hereditary so and how good. it ruined my life. I just saw Midsummer, but we can talk about that. Oh my God, I died to see that movie. <laughs> I literally Die. just realized that, uh, no, the plot still isn't up on Wikipedia. Okay, that's fine. It'll be up soon. People are seeing it. I can't believe Someone why is would going you to. Do this to yourself? Why would I not? I'm not going to fucking see that. It's I read a review. Broke. Brock it looks Wilbur said beautiful. it was suffering all the way Thank through. Thank God. It's, it not, it's nothing you haven't seen before. You know what it reminds me of, not having seen it? He said that because it takes place in the summer and the sun doesn't set and everything is so bright that you can't hide from the horrible things. And that reminds me <laughs> of the Circle in the Square production of Oklahoma, where the house lights <laughs> never go down. Um, and it's very intense. What? Oklahoma. Wait, no, this, is this the the bloody Oklahoma? Yeah, yeah, sexy Oklahoma that's on right now. Wait, what's, go oh. what's going on with Oklahoma? 
they had there's a sexy <laughs> <laughs> pivot to the talk the secret talk you found our secret topic <laughs> secret word today is oklahoma the uh, revival of oklahoma that is on broadway right now um is dark and sexy and the way that they do it, the house lights, you're seated in almost around around the stage and the house lights never go down. So it's pretty much all up. It's bright. It's bright throughout the whole thing, except for some points when the theater is put into complete darkness. Mm-hmm. There's no light at all. Like not even the stage is not even lit. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's really intense. And it really leans into this idea that Curly, the main character, who's like the, the love interest, uh, he's a douche, <laughs> uh, and just kind of picks on the the weirdo farmhand Judd just because he doesn't like uh, Judd competing for uh, Lori's affections, and he really leans into just how much of a bully he is and uh, why that plays. The, or what is the original Oklahoma about? Is it a musical? It's a musical. Okay. Wow, we have to start. We have to go oh, back to Oklahoma. square one. I knew it was a musical. <laughs> Ashley's sitting here and she's like, wait, follow wait, up question. Wait, what is, is it a state? It? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll talk about Oklahoma. I mean, are you guys interested in hearing about Oklahoma right now or do you want to move on to Wizards Unite? Because I can talk about Oklahoma. I mean, I, I just want to be I'm respectful with, of your time. I'm down with whatever. Yeah, this is, this is your I'm show, fine. one fourth yours. Okay, uh, when I saw this week, <laughs> actually, I saw it like a month ago. Wait, did you, you see it? A month ago. I did see it. Oh my god! So you did see it? Yeah, it's really oh, fucking good. Oh, thank God. Okay, good. Okay, I'm not so telling please you lies. tell us about the. <laughs> no, I want to hear just, about the original. We're please. just asking oh, Simone to like rehash an article. <laughs> I'm reading, right I'm reading the Wikipedia page of Oklahoma right now. <laughs> <laughs> So originally, Oklahoma was a musical written by Rodgers and Hammerstein. There we go, and it's it's got that fucking stanza. That's the only thing I know about the play. Is literally like Oklahoma, where the wind comes, whipping, whipping, blowing, blowing, rolling, whipping. I I just know Oklahoma. (laughs) Well, clearly we know a lot about Oklahoma. That was depressing. My brother lived in the state. That's uh, the second fact of Oklahoma. I don't know if I heard it. Oklahoma. Uh, There's a song about the Surrey with a fringe on top. So basically, uh, it's about (laughs) this like. I want if, I want you to uh, sing it. Oh, what a beautiful morning. That's Mr. Oh, Rogers. Be- <laughs> no, is it? it's not. No, it's not. I think it's Oklahoma. It's, it's Oklahoma. Not, it's not Mr. Rogers. That's the opening song from Oklahoma. That's what he says when it's a beautiful day. In oh, the no. <laughs> <laughs> complete freaking. Okay, I'm sorry. And it's about a, a young cowpoke named Curly who's hot. Oh. <laughs> and a, a, a bright, stubborn young woman named Lori who lives with her aunt um, <laughs> on a ranch. And Curly is like, I want to take you to the dance that's happening. Ooh. And Lori's like, I would rather die than go with you. But she loves him secretly. <gasps> Yeah. Mm, um, and then she decides to go with Judd, the kind of creepy farmhand who has porn all over the walls of his shack. This is legit. Um, <laughs> that he lives in. He lives in a shed. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and what? What kind of porn from what era? Like uh, it was written in the 1930s. So is I it think? like and pin-ups? it's supposed to take place earlier than that? I believe. So I, like it's supposedly grapes, pinups, grapes but they didn't have era? them on the set because oh. it was just a 
like wood with tables on it. Note, could not see porn. No Minus porn. one star. <laughs> yes. Did not demonstrate porn. Uh, don't understand it. Uh, cannot understand this this theater experience. Need mm-hmm. more explicit pornography. Uh, um, so it's basically um, about the Curly and Lori kind of sniping at each other the whole time. Um, and as it is a musical, who cares about spoilers for Oklahoma? No, no. it's fine. They get married in the end. Okay, it's uh, a, yeah. Um, but the dark parts are that when uh, Curly finds out that Judd is taking Lori to the dance, because Lori's like, I don't want to go with you. I hate you, even though I secretly love you. Yeah, sure, I'll go with you, Judd, even though you scare me. Ah! Uh, Curly goes into Judd's shed and sings this song that is basically him trying to convince Judd to commit suicide because it's this whole song about how, oh man, if you died, people would miss you and they would say that they never understood you and everyone would be so sad if you died, man. And it's really fucked up. But usually, I don't believe it's performed that way. But in this play, um, that's, I think, the first moment when it goes from complete, like, beautiful, sunny brightness to all the lights are out. And you can just kind of hear Curly whispering to Judd these horrible, horrible things. Um, And it was very intense and good. And very intense. Does Judd kill himself? No, he does not. He takes Lori to the dance. (laughs) Other bad things happen, but not that. Jesus. uh, Yeah. Christopher Nolan's (laughs) Oklahoma. Yes, (laughs) essentially. Um, Yeah, it's a very good show. I heard it's very violent, too. So It's pretty violent. Uh, There were some sudden gunshots, although they did a cool thing where I think for every gun that is visible during the production they're donating some amount of money to a gun violence group oh uh and also in the intermission they serve chili and cornbread what the fuck yeah you go down onto the stage and you why didn't you you, open with that yeah are you joking okay okay delete that jelani we're going back uh (laughs) hey welcome to the polygon show (laughs) wait what kind of what kind of chili uh it's a vegetarian chili (gasps) what Yes. Oh my god. I'm gonna go see this play. Yes. Let's go together. I yes. would go again, honestly. It's really fucking good. Dang. Um, you know what's not really fucking good, unfortunately? Uh, Wizards Unite, the new Niantic game that is a follow-up to Pokemon Go, but about Harry Potter. Let's talk about it so quickly, since I just talked about Oklahoma for like <laughs> 15 minutes. So, Chelsea and I played it, right? Yeah. Um, I... I know you said you played it very briefly. It literally kept crashing, so I I gave up. For some reason, Pokemon Go crashes for me all the time. I had no such troubles this with is, this game. Do you con- want to rehash the conversation we just had before the show about how your phone is old? My phone not, is bad. Everyone no, it's knows not even this. old. It's just that it's been dropped and abused so much that it yeah. doesn't ring. The screen doesn't work, oh. and it doesn't vibrate. It doesn't. Also, the, so like, many problems. the glass is coming off now, well, ha- too. So it doesn't I, it hurts. vibrate or make noise. Now, how do you know you have any messages? I don't. I apparently have this explains a lot. three texts and a missed call. <laughs> so, <sighs> uh, on Christmas, I was supposed to meet my parents, and I was really tired and home alone, and I woke up at 5 p.m., and I woke up to 10 missed calls, and I was like, oh, 
Wow. I didn't hear them because my phone doesn't <laughs> ring. Her phone hasn't rung since Christmas and it's June. It's like Merry Christmas. Oh, it hasn't rung since December 2017, but that's a different story. So about as long as I've been miserable about Silent Voice. The whole Harry Potter. The whole point of this is that your phone, Harry Potter runs on your phone, does not run on my iPhone 10 that is less than a year old. Yes. And I have a Samsung Galaxy S7 Edge. So why is this game bad? So it's basically it's like a Pokemon Go successor of sorts it kind of borrows a lot of the core mechanics of pokemon go but harry potter Mm. which we all love harry potter right we all love harry potter you love child harry potter who shows up yep the second character that you talk to is adult ass harry potter yep adult ass he's an horror he freaking sucks even more than he already sucked he's an adult and is boring so that's one (laughs) i love how stupid he looks Allegra. Stupid. Adults are boring. They are. So the first issue is he's an adult. But the second issue is that like the whole premise is there's these things called foundables and traces of magic. Yes. And you're supposed to go out into the world, like you're supposed to actually walk around in the world, like in Pokemon Go, and there's different like traces around that Mm -hmm. are like the Pokemon, right? And you'd click them and you have to do magic spells. Mm -hmm. But it's just kind of like tapping on a vague blue wind thing yes and then it's like an ugly ass model of hagrid (laughs) and then you gotta do some stupid shitty zigzag i like the zigzag so yeah you find that fun you are casting (laughs) us instead of catching pokemon by flicking you are Uh casting a spell by lining up some stars yeah and then drawing the little pattern that appears oh i Uh, like what kind of thing like what kind of spells like are you casting? I mean, they're the Harry Potter spells. But so what the, are you casting them on? On the oh, Pokemon? you're the, on the foundables. These yeah. little magic creatures. So like, that you're trying to contain. you'll see Hagrid, oh. and then you're gonna try and contain him. I think he's nope. being attacked. He's, he's being attacked by a spider. <laughs> oh yeah, he is. Trying to contain Hagrid. Draw cage around Hagrid to contain him. <laughs> I would honestly play this. Oh God! <laughs> right, right. There's you're, a spider. You're whatever. a wizard, Ari, and then you draw the cage and steal him away. Um, <laughs> Finally, McGonagall got a sticker back in jail. Everybody, it just wow. What if it were just a game about catching dark wizards? I wish this would be so much better. Instead, you have like pages and pages of foundables that you're putting back into this book. Uh-huh. And instead of having Pokestops, you have places where you get meals. Meals? Which is great. I love that. Wait, what kind of meals? All kinds of covered meals. That was the that was the Wait. place where my phone kept crashing. Wait. Was every time I tried to get a meal, the game crashed. What kind of meals? I didn't even try and get a meal. Why do you was... need to get meals for your energy? Yeah, like it's like I guess real life. There's energy. Yeah, it's it's the energy system is the mobile game. Okay. How I long like, does it last? Sorry, I don't know. I was going to say, I liked that there are, um, I, I don't think it, it's not about it lasting. It's about uh, using it to like cast spells and stuff. Um, I like that there are inns that you can go to and like instead of just one kind of Pokestop, it's a bunch of different kinds of shops like wizards need to live. Um, that was very cool to me. I liked the world building. Like what? Uh, what kind of stores? I am completely oh. spacing out. There was like a magic shop. <laughs> And I forget, I only remember that everything was like paid money, I think. Like you had to buy the stuff. And I was oh. like, fuck no, like this. For the tap stuff, like Pokestops, it's not paid. Oh, really? Was it? Yeah. I think it was a shop that I went to. 
Maybe it was the literal in-game store. I saw somebody from Niantic had said something about like, oh, we wanted to make this world where like if you tapped these bricks in a certain order, Mm -hmm. Diagon Alley would appear. Does that kind of mechanic happen in the game where you have to tap on things to reveal them? Not at all that I've seen. Wow. Honestly, what I've seen has been like, a fair like you're a random person on the screen and if you move they move a little bit not great because it's not super accurate especially on my phone and then you'll see the little blue wins sometimes you click them and then it takes you to the dumb like line it up thing and it's not fun or encouraging because it's not like they're cool cute pokemon with some ugly ass spider and ugly ass hagger i'm like oh great this i saw a lot of other goblins and yeah like well they're the harry potter creatures so So that's the thing like harry potter's great because i like well, I don't like Harry, but you know, like Harry, Hermione, Ron, all those guys. But they're not like cute. Like Pokemon's like cute. Collect them all. Like I don't want to collect. You know, goblins. I feel like maybe they could have done better with trying to make this like a Fantastic Beasts game it instead turns out, of a. Yeah, general. I think they might have done that, but then Fantastic Beasts were not necessarily as profitable of movies. Oh, they did do that with like VR or something, yes. I think. But that would be a lot smarter because at least those are like interesting versus this is just like mm-hmm. a spider, a goblin, an elf, and Hagrid. And Hagrid, there he is. So catch ugly. him. Yeah, like catch I, him. I enjoyed the spell gameplay, but. I think for me the the lure of collecting Pokemon is stronger than f- finding rec- recognizable Harry Potter figures and putting them back in a book. Yeah, like you know? pages. That's what it sounds <laughs> yes, like. Yes, pages. It is. It's a little. Uh, I I just also don't like the aesthetic because it is very yeah. drab and that. But yeah, um, the one thing that I will try to remind myself is that Pokemon Go broke a lot. The first few months sure and did. was a barely a game. Yeah, and it's gotten extremely good, as you all know. <laughs> I just uh, think from listening like, to me, there's a never who's still playing. <laughs> there's never been a great Harry Potter game, and it's just like, dang. Just I think there is like an RPG allegedly in the works, right? That leaked. That's all I want. I just want like a cool like. I want to be a wizard. Hanging out with Harry, Ron, everybody, and fighting all the people. Mm-hmm. And like, I want it to be like Hogwarts, I explore it. Sorry, I just sniffed directly into the microphone. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You're sniffling <sighs> because it's sad that we don't have this game. That's all I want. Too sad. Did you ever, oh my God, this, there wasn't a really not great but hilarious thing that the PlayStation 3 had where they had the camera and then they had a book that you could open up to oh, different yeah. Harry Potter scenes? Oh, man. Not good, but like the visuals to that were at least like more rich and kind of like less brown. Yeah, um, less I was brown. Less. This is a lot of browns. Some brown hating right here. <laughs> wow, that, that is not weird. Do not twist my words. Just, and that's our show, folks. Cool. Hey, if you would like to reach out please email polygonshow at polygon.com and uh, make sure you do review the show on Apple Podcasts because that's helpful uh, for getting visibility for it and we really appreciate it when you do that a couple seconds thanks everyone for listening this has been the Polygon Show